This is a Vatahard podcast. Vulnerability is not winning or losing. It is having the courage to show up and be seen when we have no control over the outcome. Vulnerability is not weakness. It is, however, our greatest measure of courage. Today on this episode of the Avatar Heart Podcast, we will be discussing vulnerability. And this is the last major thing all strong relationships have in common. My name is Abang Dove. Good evening and welcome. In the last three weeks, we have discussed on the meaning of relationship and we have been able to speak on the first two major things strong relationships have in common. And these are trust and commitment. We have also been able to relate these two major determinants of a healthy relationship to almost every aspect of our daily relationship lives. If you missed out on our first three episodes, you can listen and catch up on Anko FM and Google Podcasts. Now, before we get into understanding why vulnerability is important in a relationship, we'll be taking a mini break. Stay with me. Do you know that vulnerability is strength? It actually takes a person of deep strength and courage to show their authentic selves in a way that exposes their vulnerability. I know most of us can be very uptight. We don't want to be seen or caught off guard. We don't want to let our guard down at any point. Well, I have news flash for you. People who actually show vulnerability are actually the strongest. Yes, because it is not easy to let people into a part of you that you hold so sacred and safe. Many of us are brought up to believe that showing vulnerability is weakness, especially in Africa, in this part of the world. Yeah, we believe um, once you are vulnerable, you're weak, you are not strong, you can be exploited and whatnot. But that is actually not the case. As a matter of fact, it is actually the opposite that is true. It is those actions that we try to use in concealing our vulnerabilities that actually expose them. For instance, there are some people who act overconfident, they are very arrogant, and they even go as far as dismissing others because they are afraid of allowing them come close to know their true emotions, their real self, and whatnot. These actions are truly what exposes their weakness even more. You know, you find yourself in an environment where a particular person is very uptight, very strict, they don't laugh, they don't joke with any other person, they are always to themselves and they think that is what will make people fear them or respect them or hold them in some pedestal or high esteem but in the real sense of it that only goes to show how empty they are on the inside how lonely it exposes and eliminates their fear little do they know that such behavioral traits keep relationship at an arm's distance and also ends up making you or leaving them unconnected to others As a matter of fact, when we are unconnected from others is when we are truly vulnerable because at that point we are alone, 
we are isolated, we are cut off from the world, from friends, from people. And a lot of people don't actually know that every human, like it is, it is in our DNA, it's our nature. We crave connection. We crave human relationships. Humans cannot function alone in isolation. So whenever you start being in isolation and separating yourself from people, you are actually torturing yourself trying to be strong all the time no you don't have to be strong all the time it is okay to be vulnerable sometimes it is okay to let your guard down it is okay to allow people see you for who you are it is only by letting people know your fears your hopes and your true feelings that others can connect with their own selves in you by letting people come into your heart into your life into your space that they can actually understand your human nature and also relate with you on that level. People can easily form a deeper connection with you. They can also show you their own softer side, express their own vulnerability to you, but only after they've been able to see yours and be, they've been able to trust you and see that, okay, you can also be vulnerable with them. But mind you, in all of this, as we try to allow people into our lives, into our space, as we try to be vulnerable in the presence of those we care about, do not forget that it is not everybody that will take your vulnerability and respect it. It is not everybody that will treasure it. But in all that, we cannot be discouraged. You cannot be discouraged. Try to find consolation in the fact that at least you were the braver person in that particular situation. Because only the strong are strong enough to be vulnerable. Vulnerability is not weakness. Vulnerability is strength. Vulnerability is power. Vulnerability saves you from losing your humanity. Vulnerability reminds you that you're a human being, you have feelings, you have a heart. And you care it is one thing to understand the need to be vulnerable it is another to actually know how to be vulnerable one step at a time if you are wondering how you can be vulnerable because I know there are some people who actually want to be vulnerable they want to show compassion and they want to let people into their lives but they don't know how because they have been so used to being uptight they are so used to being mean, being strong-hearted, trying to be strong all the time, to be the harder person. So they've done that so much that they've lost the whole essence of being vulnerable. They do not understand how to move from this place to the other place of vulnerability. So if you know anyone or if you fall under this category, then you need to first understand that practicing how to be vulnerable is a thing and i'm going to lead you through it first you need to practice doing it more in a safe place yes there are safe places where you can practice vulnerability for you to be able to get used to it and then you can learn to do it with more confidence in other situations i'm going to tell you a story about myself to help you relate more to practicing vulnerability in a safe place when I was much younger, when I was in school, I was never proud of saying where I was from. 
you hardly find me or hear me say i am this person and i'm from this tribe okay so if you're from nigeria you would know cross river state and you know that in cross river state we have calabar as the state capital and we have a lot of other local government areas with numerous languages so while i was growing up once i just tell somebody i'm from cross river state the next thing is calabar and i go with the flow in fact if you even ask me where i am from I will tell you I am from Calabar. So over time, I started understanding that I was actually losing my identity because I was not courageous enough to say that I was from Boki. This is because whenever I say I am from Boki, people will be like, okay, where is that? I have never heard of that place before. And I became withdrawn because I felt even before coming out to say, okay, this is me, I am from Boki. I felt I had already concluded within me that nobody would accept me for who I am people would think okay maybe I am not cool enough because I am not from Calabar so I started practicing little by little I started telling people okay I am from Boki this is where I'm from and it got to a point where even if you tell me I am from Calabar I strongly correct you that no I am from Boki and now I have a lot of people who even call me by that name People call me Boki girl, people call me the dove of Boki. Like it is now something people want to even associate with that. Oh, I know somebody from Boki in Cross River State. Because of me, a lot more people now know about Boki. A lot more people now know that there is a place called Boki in Cross River State. This was a very scary and vulnerable position for me. But I started out small. I would tell my closest friend first, then maybe casually drop it in a random conversation with a total stranger, then slowly share with a close colleague at work, then in limited social settings with only a couple of people around and so on. Each time I let a little bit of my identity out, and each time I let people into the knowledge of where I am from, I got more comfortable with it. And I learned to be more secure and grounded in who I was when I told this to people. I felt more comfortable with myself. And one of the things I also learned was that people were very much accepting of it. People embraced it. People now call me by that name on their own. People identify themselves with okay i know this girl she's from boki anytime they meet anybody from cross river they are the first to say oh i know somebody from boki her name is dove and it gets them so excited to say okay they know somebody from boki even when they meet someone else who is from cross river state they are always the first to say oh i know somebody from cross river and she's from boki do you know where boki is do you know boki and so it is exciting for me as well and you know another thing I found out? I realized that I was more authentically me. Like I was more of myself. I was free. Unlike before, I would be fidgeting like, oh, I don't want to mention where I am from. People will think I am a local girl. People will think I don't have an identity. I don't have an identity to reckon with. But over time, I realized that sharing this thing truly made me feel myself more. I was more confident about who I was. It made me feel better about myself versus trying to hide who I truly was. And it stopped me from hindering my growth and freedom in life because I was always trying to avoid conversation that would lead to me talking about where I was from. Okay, whenever I say stuff like I'm from Calabar, we're in Calabar and then I'm stuck. So now I boldly say from the word go, I am from Boki in Cross River State. It is now your job to ask me 
where is Boki? And then I lecture you. I tell you where Boki is and whoa, you learn something too for the first time. How does that sound? After knowing how to be vulnerable, after we've understood how important vulnerability is to all our relationships, to our family life, to our friendship life, to our academic lives, to everything that pertains to us as humans, to all the relationships that we are currently in in life. How do we then practice how to be vulnerable? You know, like I said earlier, for those people who have always been uptight, would never give vulnerability a chance. They cannot just jump into it. You have to know and practice the steps to being vulnerable. And trust me, these steps are very simple, very doable. You don't need to climb Mount Everest to be able to achieve this. It is very basic. Okay, the first step is you can be on a queue like maybe a queue at the mall waiting to pay at the cash register or a store anywhere like so random like that and then you can decide to share something personal with a complete stranger probably the guy in front of you or the lady behind you this will help you practice vulnerability out loud and i mean since you don't know the person from adam or from anywhere you will never see them again anyway so what you tell them will not matter like you can you may not see them anywhere again so you can just throw that out there and see how it works out you know it's a different thing to think something in your mind and it's another thing to say it out loud so when you say it out loud it sticks and then it helps you when you want to say it again it makes it easier for you to say it again all right so another step is you can decide to share something with a work colleague you trust Something small that doesn't have a huge impact on your work or career, but is personal nonetheless. Like, don't go and say something huge that may cost you your job or your relationship with your boss, especially if you don't know how much you can trust that person, because this is another step to testing how much you can trust the person. So don't say something too deep. Don't say something awful, because it may cause some very severe damages to your workplace or your job and all that so just say something mild to this colleague of yours it could be as simple as saying you were sad at one point a family member passed on in your life maybe when you were little or even your pets it can be something that happened a very long time ago but you are sharing yourself nonetheless you are sharing a part of you that you hold dear to another person to see their reaction. The third stage of sharing vulnerability is sharing something you fear with a close friend. When we share our fears with someone close to us, we create a deeper bond with them. When you share that you are afraid of maybe something bad happening to you, or you're afraid of having to deal with a particular situation in your life, maybe the one you're currently in, or something you're expecting to happen in the future, you realize that you build a bond with someone because it helps you feel safe to an extent, knowing that someone else knows and understands your fear. Over the years, I've come to realize that when I share my fears with a close friend, I wind up having a more intimate relationship with them and they feel a deeper bond with me. This is because most times you realize that this fear 
you just shared with a friend is something they've also been battling with. Fear of the unknown, fear of the future. For single people, fear of um, who they'll get married to. Fear of being successful in life. Fear of not disappointing those who are looking up to us. Have you not noticed that when you share your vulnerability with another person, they tend to want to share theirs too? This is because most times people's vulnerabilities are often just like ours. Like a lot of people can relate to what you share with them because most times we all have same fears, same concerns, especially if you're of the same age grade or same um, environment, same vicinity. So open up to people so people can open up to you. People need to trust that you can share before they can also trust you to hear their own concerns. So it's a two-way thing. The last step you need to practice to be able to understand and be comfortable with sharing vulnerability. Share a deeper vulnerability with someone close to you, but share it on a very shallow level. Don't go into deep. Don't rush into sharing deep stuff before you realize that you're making a mistake. This is a very great way to ease into being able to share vulnerability, being able to share something that is very dear to you. Let's say, for instance, you want to share something with your spouse or your parents, or your boss at work, your mentor, your spiritual leader, your pastor, and all those leadership heads you have in your life, all those people of authority, anybody of authority, but you are concerned about how they will respond, how they will take it. You don't want to be judged. You don't want to be perceived as a particular class when you actually not. You don't want people to judge you wrongly or have a very wrong perception about you. But you know you still need to share. You cannot not share. You still want to share. What you need to do is you can decide to share but only do so at a very shallow level without getting into deep. This way you've made progress at some level, you've been able to share vulnerability with them, but you haven't fully exposed yourself. You've not opened yourself for criticism, you've not poured in everything, you understand, out there. So you can still do this and reserve some very vital information. So you can first hear, see and experience their reaction. After that, you cannot build from there and go in deeper and deeper as you wish. It is actually a very wonderful feeling and it's a great thing to be open in our lives. And when I say open now, it's not just being open to other people, being open to yourself. There are some things that happened to me when I was younger that I was not able to have the conversation with myself first so having it with someone else was even out of the question but as i grew older i realized that i needed to first talk to myself about what happened you know when you're living in denial that this thing did not happen to you so you keep pushing it out of your head and blocking it out so being vulnerable is not just to other people it has a lot to do with ourselves be vulnerable to yourself as well get used to expressing and sharing your own feelings with yourself. Connect on a deeper level with yourself. 
most past grievances, most things we've been through in the past still haunts us till date because we've not been able to open up to ourselves and accept that, okay, this happened and we need to move on. We need to accept and express ourselves to the level that we can accept things and move on. So we need to know that it doesn't end with others. In fact, it starts with us. Vulnerability starts with you as an individual. Once you get used to expressing and sharing your feelings, despite feeling vulnerable, you will become stronger in your capacity to connect to your own self on a deeper level. You'll be more confident in expressing your true self to the world. You'll be more confident in expressing yourself to a larger public, to more people, and you will not even feel ashamed or feel like um, you, you're not deserving. As a matter of fact, when you get to that level, it doesn't even matter what people think anymore. You're confident in what you believe in. You're confident in yourself, what you are becoming. Take myself, for instance. This is what happened to me. But now, I feel more confident. I feel more comfortable telling people in any situation, at any level, whoever that person is, at any time, that I am a Boki girl. I am from Boki in Cross River State. I accept it. It is who I am. And people now accept it for me. So if I had not accepted this part of me myself, if I had not first accepted and had that conversation with myself that, hey, girl, this is who you are. This is where you are from. If you don't own it, nobody will own it for you. If I had not passed that stage, I would still be struggling with getting people to accept me without them even knowing that I was struggling with this. So it begins with you. This has been an amazing episode like I was speaking to myself literally while I was talking to you. I connected a lot to this. I don't know if you did too. If you did, then you must stick with me as I'll be right back. Welcome back, Team Vulnerable. I believe we are all getting ready to go out there and let the world see us for who we are. Let them accept us for who we are. Before I round up today's episode, I would like to let you know that from next week, we'll be going deep into the eight types of relationships that Avatar Heart has been able to put together for you. We'll be breaking them down. We're already having our guests line up people that will come and share their experiences with you, let you in on their own personal lives and how relationships have been able to shape their life from the day they were born to the current level that they are in. Before I leave you tonight, I have a little assignment for you as you go about your week. Now, make a list of some places where you are willing to practice being vulnerable. Identify what topics you might talk about and with whom. Not this. Making a list of some ways to practice and in ways that feel safe to you is very important because this will help you feel more secure and to help you feel more safe while you're trying out this assignment. First is identify or make a list of the places you are willing to practice your vulnerability and then identify the topic in your life, in your past, in your history that you want to discuss. Also, identify the person you would love to discuss this with. Thank you very much, people. Thank you for 
staying with me. Thank you for listening through. This has been an amazing journey. The introduction to relationship, breaking all these parts down, the types of relationships, and of course, the major things that make all strong relationships work. We've come to the end of this introductory segment. From next week, like I said, we'll be breaking down our types of relationships. Finally, remember this. Next time you feel vulnerable about something, please consider what it is and why you feel that way. Then find a way to honor it by sharing with others. Start with small victories and then build from there. Build gradually, 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 because people will wade into discomfort and vulnerability and tell the truth about their stories are the real badasses. Thank you very much. I remain Dove. I remain your friend, your host, and your anchor. Don't forget to follow The Avatar Heart on social media at The Avatar Heart on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And until we see you again next week, please be beautiful, be amazing, be productive, and very much anticipate our guests that we are going to be starting with. Trust me, this is one episode you do not want to miss. Thank you very much, and God bless you. This is a Vital Heart Podcast.